0: Hello internet, welcome to another episode of This on That, a show where we take people we like talking about stuff they like. I am, as always, Mike Soleri. And I am Chad Fogland. And today we're sitting down with rapper, slam poet, and now author, George Watsky. Can I also
1: add like all around cool guy? Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. I don't know why that uh, moniker is not attached to his name.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sorry, George. And George decided that he wanted to talk about the sea, as in the ocean, as in that thing that's really big that we get food out of and swim in. and The
1: big blue beauty.
0: We just can't stop talking about it enough. And we, the three of us get really excited during this one. Oh, yeah. It's a good and, it, and, it never, and it never seems to near an ending because I think that's attributed to the ocean. We never, yeah. we never get to the ending. And
1: we probably never will.
0: Yeah, so as we try to explore the depths of the ocean, uh, come along with us with uh, George Watsky. And learn about how you can filter your pee into
1: drinking water.
0: Do we talk about that? Water world. Right.
2: Okay, cool. Well, hi. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> Looking up stats on the ocean. We're talking about the ocean today.
0: We are. Yeah, while you do that, I mean, how's New York.
2: New York's been good, but I technically don't live there anymore. I moved there in September, and it was always going to be a 10-month sublet. Oh, it was? Oh, okay. Now I'm bouncing around, kind of living out of a suitcase for a little bit and getting back on the road in September. Fun. But New York was great. I loved living there.
0: Where on the Boston, New York, LA spectrum?
2: Like, how much did I like it? Yeah. Um... It's tough. Boston was so specific to my time in college that I can't even think of it as a city. A city, yeah. It was just a college experience for me. But I really loved New York. It reminded me of certain parts of San Francisco that I love, and uh, I would live there again. I I, lo- I loved how you could walk from you know block to block, and it would be a totally different world culturally. And L. A. has Thai town, and and k-town and but
0: you're not walking into it
2: no you're not walking into it and then just something about i especially loved the hasidic communities and stuff and just the the feeling of just so many different people living in so many different ways thrown together in a tiny little space great well i always said that about new york it's like um you
1: have a greater opportunity to like run into people and like start conversations as opposed to la like a lot of people are in their cars when they go to a place so like you're kind of like, almost in a shell whenever you're moving around. But in right. New York, at least, like, you get on the subway or something, you you bump into a stranger. It's, it's a more—you have a you, more human contact. You're sharing a shell with them. The yeah. subway is, is a larger shell that we're all inside of. Exactly. There's no— Yeah. You get no, you.
0: I, I just mentioned it because when we first started this show, you were one of the first people I reached out to. And you're like, oh, I'm in, moving to New York. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I did that, and, and it's over. Well, there you go. Uh, right on.
0: So, it's funny, because we, we're talking about the sea, as in the ocean right now, mm-hmm. and we we just recorded another episode, and we just talked about how we're, Ch- Chad has this one fear of how deep in the ocean, because he can't see, because of... Oh,
1: yeah, well, just say, I grew up in a landlocked space, so, like, in Nebraska, middle America, so, yeah. wow, yeah. Yeah, no so, oceans. like, the ocean is, like, is a, I mean, I've we traveled a lot when i was a kid but so i've seen it but like now i i live down by the beach so like you know it's still like kind of a
2: daunting thing it's it's a huge
0: when you walk out of chad's apartment you smell the ocean air yeah like. well I, I yeah i live pretty close
2: My so dear. being from nebraska what kind of emotions does that inspire in you seeing the sea is it is it exciting does it represent new possibilities does it um you know do you, do you feel still that it's something scary and so vast and and unfamiliar
1: it's, um I don't know if it's so much scary, but it, it definitely feels like I, – I will say that um, there were – I've lived out here in L.A. for 15 years, and, like, uh, there have definitely been times where I have may have gotten drunk at a party or, like, uh, felt, like, alone or, like, felt kind of, like, lost with what I'm doing out here, and I know I have gone – driven down to the ocean and almost just sat on the beach and, like, looked out at the water – Almost as a way of just, like, uh, either calming or, like, maybe connecting to something, a bigger force than is than I than I am and what I am doing. Yeah. And I so I've always kind of, like, looked at the upon of the ocean as being, like, this big, massive thing that, like, is just over. I mean, it's, what is it? It's, like, 80, 90% of the planet's surface. Like, it's huge. That was one of the it's stats huge. that I was going to look up. Yeah, yeah. I know you're, like, but, I, yeah, it's, like, it's there's more water.
0: It's huge. Amazingly more than you would think.
1: Yeah, and and like people always say, like we have only really just have only uh, explored so much of the ocean, like because there's there's it's so massive, and you can only go
0: so deep as like people. Yeah,
1: without like pressure and yeah. Uh, So yeah, no, I've always it's, I'd say yeah. There's a a element of fear, but also a a great element of respect, and like just kind of uh, a way of helping me kind of feel more. Uh, like my problems aren't as so big when I look at it so yeah. it's, I, I appreciate it it's
0: like looking well, out into space a little bit yeah it
1: is, it's definitely like that like looking out at the stars that's the
0: most When when someone tries to explain like what is space like they always immediately compare it to the ocean oh yeah well George I, what yours is your topic you wanted to talk about this amongst anything else so what fascinates you about the, the sea and the ocean and all that stuff
2: yeah, I, when you asked me to pick a topic, I didn't really know off the top of my head what I would choose, and it only after I picked the topic did I really realize how much I like the ocean. I'm kind of from the opposite of Nebraska in terms of landlockedness. Yeah. Because San Francisco is a peninsula, and so you have ocean on the west, ocean on the east, ocean on the north. You got a bunch of crappy strip malls on the south, so I guess, you know, we're next best thing to an island in terms of having a lot of oh, yeah. water around us. And uh, I could see the Pacific Ocean from my window growing up. I was always obsessed with nautical history books and uh seafaring adventure. And <laughs> Sinbad. Uh yeah, Sinbad is, is cool. I, I really love Jules Verne and like oh, yeah. books like like B side Jules Verne books, like The Mysterious Island. For for those of you who aren't Jules Verne fans, everybody knows Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea and, but and Journey. Yeah, and there's there's Mysterious Island, yeah, Journey to the Center of the Earth, but, but Captain Nemo is a character who exists across a lot of his works and stuff. And, yeah. and uh, he's got this just world that characters pop in and out of. And I always loved that stuff. My dad is a huge nautical history nerd and loved the uh, Patrick O'Brien novels that Master and Commander was based off of and just would read them. It's like he'd read them five times already and he's reading the same one again. So I, I came up in that. Proud tradition, uh, you know. Obviously, Waterworld came out when I was a young teen, and so <laughs> that was influential in my life. And I don't know. I I love marine bio class in school. The yeah,
0: well, I, I mean, all of it. Like Man versus the Ocean has always been an amazing thing. Like when you see, like like when you hear tell of the ships and all that men of people that had to just go out into the vastness where there's you can't see anything else around you and. You just yes. have to try to yes. survive to get to point from point A to point B. Well, I mean,
1: I, I mean, the earliest explorers were basically just like, well, I'm going to... Like, I mean, you know, in the early days or before like, they thought the edge of the world, you know, it was like they didn't know the world was round and they thought that it just ended, right? Like, they just thought the ocean just went off and, like, poured off, right? So yeah. the early explorers, like, were just this massive fear of like well we'll just let's just see what how where we far go. Does it like, go crazy yeah. motherfuckers
0: who just wanted to reach the end of the world and they would guide yeah.
1: themselves by the stars and stuff like that because that's all they how they knew where north was a, a and sex, stuff like
2: sextant sextant how yeah. You, yeah yeah there's I think a sextant yeah i love my favorite story that i will tell drunkenly at parties sometimes if anyone want you know just the conversation dies ask people if they ever know anything about the mutiny on the bounty And uh, that story, that's my favorite story of of like man versus nature navigation, because for those of you listening who don't know, it was in the 1800s merchant marine frigate type territory. And uh, Britain had this this captain named William Bly, this really um, ambitious captain. Well, actually, I mean, he portrayed as as being a very harsh man in the movie. uh, But. History is kind of like complicated. I never read the book. Is he portrayed
0: that way in the book too?
2: He's portrayed as being a uh, a hard nosed dude who was ambitious, and he pushed his crew really hard. Because what his his voyage was that he was supposed to go to Tahiti to get breadfruit to bring it back to the West Indies as a crop for the plantations, but Captain Bly, because of his ambition, decided. I think I'll actually sail from England the other way around the world to Tahiti, knowing that if he sailed in that direction, he would be the first person to circumnavigate the globe in that direction, Mm -hmm. so he could get breadfruit and also start to build his legend. And so he started sailing, and he got to the southern tip of Argentina, and that's sort of a graveyard for ships, it's a really hard um, passage to sail around. And he was losing men, and he was getting battered by the weather turned back again, turned back again, he kept trying to go around the horn, and, and everybody was, he was really losing the confidence of his crew because he was being so, um, and he's just being so egotistical. But finally he makes it around, the crew gets to Tahiti, and when they're in Tahiti, they fall, some of the crew members fall in love with Tahitian women, and a couple days later, William Bly finds himself on the ship after they've already got the breadfruit and have started to sail back with whatever, like a bayonet to his neck or something, and he gets mutinied against by his first mate, Fletcher Christian, and Fletcher Christian and the mutineers put Captain Bly and his loyal crew members into little rowboats, two rowboats um, with nothing, and Captain William Bly manages in this rowboat and his, you know, navigating by the stars to sail his rowboat back to England, and crazy like halfway around the world and actually went on to have a crazy career becomes the governor of New South Wales in Australia and then gets mutinied against again and then the bounty mutineers who took the bounty sailed with their Tahitian wives their new Tahitian wives to a tiny little island in the South Pacific called Pitcairn's Island and they they set the bounty on fire they burn it so no one can find them and they basically say forever we, because any time a mutineer gets caught, they get hung in yeah. England. So they can't ever go back to England. They, they resign themselves to living forever on this tiny island. And lo and behold, no one really hears of the bounty mutineers again. They, they disappear into legend until like the 1950s when somebody goes to Pitcairn's Island and finds the great, great, great grandchildren of the bounty mutineers living That's on the crazy. island. It's so crazy. Yeah.
0: So that's Real when you life. recount drunkenly at parties? Hell yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but with a little more flair than that. Add, like, details. I might embellish a little bit, but that's true facts right I don't know. There. there was a lot of
0: flair there. You can actually go on
2: Google Maps and go to Pitcairn's Island and uh-huh. walk around the island if anyone's curious. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really—we're getting distracted. It's, I guess, a fine line talking about the sea. And it, what's,
0: like—and just coasting above the sea. An
2: island's not really a sea. Well, I'm, not yeah. talk,
0: I'm talking about those guys who were in those rowboats. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And all that stuff happened
2: on the, on the sea. There's a quote, actually, that I'd like to pull up that, pull that's, that really sums up what you're talking about right now. The irony of being on top of the sea but never disappearing into it. And it's from a novel called, um, I think, The Sailors Fall from Grace with the Sea by a guy named Yukio Mishima, a Japanese novelist. Uh, and it's about a, a kid, sort of Lord of the Flies style. A kid becomes obsessed with a sailor who comes back and is – having sex with his mom, and he he watches them through a little peephole in the doorway. But he loves this guy because he thinks he's a sailor who will always leave. The kid loves the sea and hates the idea. He's a, it's a pretty fucked up mm-hmm. kid that he'll uh, really fall in love with his mom. And, and what the novel says about the sea is, To a man locked up in a steel ship all the time, the sea is much like a woman. Things like her lulls and her storms or her caprice the beauty of her breast reflecting the setting sun are all obvious. More than that, you are in a ship that mounts the sea and rides her and yet is constantly denied her. It's the old saw about miles and miles of lovely water, and you can't quench your thirst. just like a lot of, you know, you're on top of it. You're never inside of it. To
0: to go below the surface just a little bit, Mm. literally. Yes. uh, (laughs) I've been seeing a lot of really cool science videos uh, coming up to the internet now dealing with, like, like, as the deeper you go and the way physics works and pressure works and all that really cool stuff, like, there's guys on submarines who will shake up a, a can of soda, and then they'll open it, and it won't explode. Oh, wow. Because the pressure, it has to do with, like, the pressure of the can and just from where you're at based on the surface. The pressure of the ocean pushes it all back down. Yeah. And it's just crazy. Or, like, a guy cracks an egg in underwater, and it stays in mm. the – in its like weird casing because it's it's not cra- the the ocean will keep it together and intact. Right. It's like it's the ocean is behaving not like we've all taught the been taught the world operates. Yeah. And it's just crazy. It's just crazy to see it. All these like science things. I'm terrified
2: by the people who go into those submersibles into the bottom of the Marianas Trench like. James Cameron, like, you get a little tiny pinhole in his. Oh, submersible. Oh, like, watching the
0: abyss behind the scenes, it's just, like... But knowing
2: that a tiny crack in this the side of that submersible would make it just crack, yeah, cave in on itself, you'd just be dead in a second. Yeah,
1: that's, like, the deep uh, deep sea divers, like, how, like, they, they have to, like... When they come up, it's, like, they have to do it in a very specific... To knock at the bends. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, they'll, like, totally... And, like, that's always... Uh, i have interested in the bends and I how, like... The way that just really fucks you up, like just if you come up out of that pressure too fast. Oh and
0: yeah, we're, and we're talking about the ocean, not the radio head album. Yeah. Right? yeah, and then
1: yeah. What does the bends actually do to your body? Uh, I it's like it's basically like it's uh, too much pressure, right? So like it almost like bursts all your capillaries. Oh my god! And like you just start to it's like
0: also stuff with your organs. It can yeah, really it, med it, it's, it's your
1: almost organs. like it's almost like when you're in deep space, like. Uh, like if you don't, if you're not in a suit or something, same kind of principle in a weird way. Like it's
0: yeah. I just did it. It says decompression sickness. Yeah. Also known as divers disease. Um, it's
1: it's an interesting thing. And then also like I I I know that what's, what's that movie? Is it the abyss? Is that the one where they like they have the fluid?
0: The, oh, with Ed Harris. Yeah, yeah that's the like, abyss.
1: Like that's always interested me too. Like that's supposedly like based off of like a. I don't know if it it's they've been able to do that or not, but, like, to go even deeper in the ocean, like, they have that idea of, like, to help with pressure and uh, breathing is, like, they have that fluid that's supposed to be... It's like when you're in your mother's womb or whatever, mm. like, kind of, like, you breathe through that fluid. That way you're allowed to, like, you can go deeper with oh, it. Oh, right, right, right. You're it's in a like, sort of amniotic sac. Exactly, yeah. So like, it's supposed to help you help the human body actually be able to survive.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, there's so much crap in the ocean, we don't even know it's Yeah, there. exactly
1: how deep it really goes. Like, like, the fish that glow and, like... Or oh, yeah. even,
0: like, there, there, there are so many... If just, like, Google weird out animal in the ocean, and I'm sure you'll get, like, a hundred different, like, hits on different things because the things that are down there and how they have to survive and just... It's crazy. It's an alien world. It is, and people yeah. are finding new things, like, all the time. Like, we... We as human beings in the whole like manifest destiny and to try to like find stuff like we've pretty much covered what exists on the top, like we know where the mountains are we there's really not much out to for cartographers to really go out and do yeah but underneath the ocean there's like so much it's wild
2: uh, have you ever watched? one of the like the deep sea episodes of planet earth or blue planet
0: that's what i was going to suggest uh, cuz i i watched planet earth I never watched blue planet but like just the stuff they're able to get on camera is amazing yeah, yeah.
1: it's it's um it's remarkable how much how little we
2: actually know about the the, uh, the sea due to the fact that our limited like abilities to actually study it i didn't really think about it until just now but i'm going to put that on my bucket list is really going into a deep ocean trench and seeing that shit with my own two eyes That'd be pretty cool. That would be amazing. How much how expensive do you think that would be as a pri- I don't know private that. citizen <laughs> to want
1: this thing? I wonder how much that would be to be a how, much, how much do you,
0: like normal like scuba experiences like cost and then like triple it? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, you'd have to
1: like almost like yeah, that'd be like oh oh yeah. I don't know. It's uh It'd be an exploration. It would take time. I feel like, I feel like to... you would have to yeah, definitely have to you'd have to take some There'd have to there'd be some studies like almost like degrees or like you'd have to be certified in a certain way to
0: oh yeah kind of like deep. when people want to like jump out of planes you have to sometimes get certified if you're not yeah. just doing it for the one off if you want to keep on doing it
2: yeah well then my Hollywood sucking up goal will be to find James Cameron and to make really good friends with him and get him to take me in his submersible I don't care about him casting me a movie yeah well, you should just do that
0: anyway because he does a lot of cool stuff uh on the surface also yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm really not interested in that. You know, I'm, I'm interested in the part of him that can bring me to the the brine, depths of the briny deep. Right. I can't tell him that.
0: Have you uh, been to any of those exotic? I, I, I you've toured Australia, right? Like, uh huh. Yeah. So have you ever gone out like while you were there and just the like, great yeah, race. like stuff like that, like some stuff where you just see it, you're like, this is a majestic.
2: I did snorkeling in Australia. That was pretty cool. I, I never actually. Did scuba? All right. I'm not yeah. scuba licensed, but I did snorkeling and I saw the reef and I saw um, the fish down there. It's amazing. Yeah, awesome. I went with my dad. We had a little father-son bonding trip. And uh-huh. he he doesn't like that very much. He's not really into swimming out there, but yeah. We well, did that's it like uh, I mean,
1: the is for a lot of sharks over there too. Like
2: yeah, sharks get a bad rap. They do. They do. for
0: just being sharks too. Yeah,
2: just doing what they do. Yeah. People trying to pull them out of the ocean. Well,
0: and... also there's a lot of more. I think there's a lot more horrible things in the ocean than sharks. Like, yeah, sure, a shark is uh, on paper a scary thing. Right. When it's just you versus the shark, or especially a bigger shark. I think Jaws help per- perpetuate oh, that. Definitely, but they're they're not man
2: eaters by yeah. by their breeding by yeah. like, their biology. It's not like they're gonna see
1: you and go human and then chomp. No, they usually don't. I mean, Jaws is actually based off of a the, true, jersey, the jersey. Yeah, the yeah. rogue shark that like yeah. swam up and th- I mean that was, but that was very
2: rare. Like it's all these rogue animals that are giving the whole species a bad name. Moby Dick, you know, a giant whale that smashes it's into true. a ship. That's a rogue ass whale. That's that is not representative of whales.
0: And I mean, they were harpooning it. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. I mean, one of them
2: had to take a stand. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. The whale is, is really the and hero. I mean,
0: I mean, and you watch stuff like Blackfish, and you're like, oh, of course animals want to rebel against the hum- the humans. Yeah.
2: They're being extremely brave and courageous. Yeah, I mean, we, this is a really appropriate topic since Finding Dory came out. Well, yeah, and week. there's
0: all that stuff that people are saying because of the popularity of the thing, of yeah. the, the type also of Also Also,
2: it's, it's Shark Week. It's just beginning of Shark Week. That this is.
0: podcast is going to explode. It's, it's converging. <laughs> yes. It's, the stars have all aligned. Absolutely. Synergy. <laughs>
2: Awesome. I haven't seen Finding Dory I, w- I
0: think I'm going to go after this. I Are you want, kidding me? I really want to go. I haven't seen it. I feel like I really want to see it. You should go to the beach after
2: that and just have it be a big sea day. <laughs> big ocean day. Ocean day. Yeah. Celebration.
1: <laughs> uh, George, have you ever like surfed or anything like that?
2: I took surfing lessons in the Dominican. Uh, yeah, I'm not really great at it, but I did take surfing lessons. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like swimming, I like bodyboarding, skimboarding, never wakeboarded.
0: Uh, body bo- boarding like when you're a kid just in the ocean like that's so much fun chad you know right Body yeah. surfing no <laughs> yeah.
1: actually i do i mean yeah. i've i've it's not like i don't go into the water no i know like, I, I just i don't go no i meant deep. as like, a kid
0: <laughs> no sorry yeah
1: uh, i would love to surf but my again it's like my um my eyes kind of limit me because it's like uh surf. my vision's so low it's like i would basically just become Surfing, something learning,
0: learning to like surf and being able to just continually do it is on my bucket list. Mm -hmm. I always put it as like it's a hobby that is keeps you like like you need good abs for it, so it will keep you fit. But also like it's something that is appropriate as you get older. I feel like like I longboard and stuff, but like when you watch older dudes longboard, I feel like there's a stigma there. Mm. Either way, I still always really wanted to surf. It just was I lived in where I lived in New Jersey. I went to school like. Five minutes from the beach i've always been near a body of water wherever i've lived but by the time i was like oh i really want to take up surfing like all the classes for it were either there weren't like group classes that would cost appropriately they were like you have to take private classes and that cost a lot and this has to do a yeah. thing like and all the group classes were like with little kids and i'm like i feel like that's inappropriate
2: i think you there's you shouldn't be worried about the stigma
0: oh i'm, I'm not i I'm still longboard i still do all that stuff i, I think feel like you should like be I
2: still worried about the like
1: I uh, down where I live I'm, I live very close to Palos Verdes and there's oh there's a, the
2: guys that throw rocks at yeah. the people who come yeah, in the those are cove like leathery
1: 45 right year old dudes yeah like it's, it's crazy and there's a huge lawsuit going on right now because there's this cop from El Segundo who uh, is just north of where I live he went down there to surf and like got harassed and like they cut his line and stuff like that they were like really fucking with him is it
0: a localism thing
1: yeah no it's like it's locals only
0: You're not part of our crew man i uh i worked with a guy back in jersey who did this documentary uh with a bunch of high school kids it was called locals only and it's ridiculous i actually uh used it for uh a study in college. Uh but it's crazy how like people just get really defensive towards like the outside oh, yeah. ar- argument and people like beat the shit out of you or
1: yeah, like this is the I read this whole article and like the cop went to the police there in and, and uh Palos Verdes and told them and they were just like, Oh yeah, yeah, no, those I forget they're they're like they're like the P V boys or something. Like yeah. That they call themselves so I can't remember like the name. Thing. Yeah, but they're yeah, they're they, like Malibu dudes. I'll put yeah. it,
0: I'll put it in the uh, the show notes. I'll find it on the internet and stick it's it in It's a very show notes.
1: interesting thing and like and I there's a part of me that wants to like go down there just to see the this cuz it's supposed to be like a a really great beach because it's surfing and it's like awesome like a little cove and everything. But then also in this article it said that they a couple of those guys the the parking lot that's right near there like they go through the parking lot and slash tires of any car they don't know
2: <laughs> like it's like it's that's that insane crazy. well then what, what needs to happen is that somebody needs to stand up to the the yeah. pv boys i mean start a crew you know so we, exactly. we could go down to the beach after this and just snap gang war west story walking up <laughs> i mean someone's
1: got to do it that's true yeah it's liberate it, the beach It it's the beach is for everybody the ocean's for
2: everybody right yeah absolutely
0: that's one thing i love about coming to la uh L, like, the beach is free. Yeah. I, back in Jersey, you had to, like, pay to get on the beach and stuff like that. And I when I, w- I went to Europe, and I was like, the beach is free. And then I was like, love this. And then I came back to Jersey. I'm like, I'm not paying for the beach anymore. And I'd sneak onto the beach. Well, I'm interested. like Mike,
1: so you – I mean, I've been to both the Atlantic and Pacific. I'm sure you have too, yeah. George. But, like, do you find a difference between the Atlantic and the Pacific? Because I, I do I feel like
2: some people I know of on the east coast kinda have this like thing of Well the Atlantic's so the Atlantic's warmer. Yeah. The Pacific you got the, the Marianas trench churning in the cold water.
0: Yeah, there is that. And then I I mean it's weird because again, I'm not surfing, so I I'm not looking at it like that, but just going to the beach, it is it is a different experience. I feel like there's way more people I just see like just playing out just swimming and stuff. I feel like the beaches are longer in on the west coast again I I don't really go to the beach that much since I moved out to LA it's more just like the amount of time I have and I don't live near the beach like you do Chad yeah. I live in the valley so it's it's harder like I lived closer to the beach in, when I was on the east coast Yeah I mean it's it's hard I guess I never really thought about it I had this image on
2: the East Coast for some reason. I I was living there, but I never went to the beach there. That the beach experience on the East Coast is people wearing like one piece nineteen fifties. bodysuits. <laughs> yeah.
1: it's like a, a different time.
2: Yeah, I don't know, but I think we're getting distracted because we're talking about the beach right now, which is oh, yeah. you know, land. its related to the ocean, but is not the right. ocean. So I will
1: we'll, I will say this just uh, like growing up like we my father took us all over the place so and i there's an interesting thing that he did was like he took like two liter bottles of uh like just empty bottles of like soda like two liters and he got like he took water from the atlantic and then he had water he had we had one from the gulf of mexico and they had one from uh the pacific and we had it in our basement forever and he had them labeled, and he was very proud of like I've got like one of each ocean I've been in. Like your, was, is this, your dad did this. Yeah, my dad did that. It and he a, had
2: just like down in the basement. Yeah,
1: just down in the basement. Like he had them like sealed off and like had them written. Like, and I remember the day we moved, and he was like, my mom was like, "You gotta get rid of this water." It's it's like, and <laughs> he's like, "It's but it's the ocean. I have yeah, like three I love that different oceans in with me. I can have all the time here in Nebraska."
2: Man, that's there's that something really beautiful about yeah. that. your dad brought the ocean to Nebraska. Yeah, and he had like, I had a doubt. Not like,
0: only that, it's all the different types of oceans have just come together to make yeah. one <laughs> one great ocean. That was the
1: thing is like he, I remember him pouring it out because we were moving and like he poured them all in the same thing. because I was like, oh man, I, I that is like the earth. Like, yeah, you just
2: you put all the oceans together. Like it's yeah, so he clear. like took the corners of the sheet up and like pinched them all together. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds me of uh, one of my favorite moments in Doug love Uh, doug doug when when uh i can't remember his name but the yakistonian student exchange student comes in and and he's really proud because he's brought a jar of rare yakistonian air air yeah uh, Yeah. to to what is it what's the name of their bluffington and it was really sad moment when he wants to share the air with everyone he unscrews the top and then realizes that what he's done is he's mixed the yakistonian air with our air and suddenly robbed it of its power yeah (laughs) I'm really sad your dad drained the jars out, but it's yeah, not, no, it's not too late to go and recollect the ocean.
1: That's true, that's
0: the thing, yeah. it's always
1: still thing. Yeah, the ocean's still there, right? Yeah. I
0: like I think it. After like the Earth, like I feel like if like if erosion happens and like I feel like at some point maybe the planet will just be all ocean or something.
2: Well, I mean that this is a perfect segue into talking about Waterworld because yeah, that's right. the exact plot of Waterworld. Yeah. And if we're gonna talk about the ocean, we should probably talk about a potential future in which that is the the surface of the earth you know
1: there are people who I I know specifically because uh, I spent a lot of time in Colorado there's people who uh, have have purchased land in Colorado in specific places because they say well this one day this will be beachfront property like Gene Hackman and
0: okay. Superman
2: yeah like it's it's very weird like they're but well the the premise of Waterworld is extremely scientifically flawed. Yeah. I have the novelization of the of Waterworld. I actually got it, lost Novel- it. Wait, novelization of the movie. Movie world. came first, yeah, and then they hired a, a hack. Like novelist. they always
0: do for those, yeah.
2: And it's got Kevin Costner on the cover and stuff, and <laughs> uh, but the whole plot of Waterworld is that the world is water. But when you break it down to why that is, the whole idea is that the ice caps in Antarctica have melted yeah. to raise the sea level to that point. It's really ahead of its time. But there's no, there's no way there's that much ice in Antarctica and the ice caps to raise the sea level so much that it's so. And and so the whole movie is about them finding dry land, which is the last island that's still above water, which. The big reveal is that it's the top of Mount Everest. Yeah. But that means that the water level would have had to rise so high that it's going from where it is right now to what? Like a vertical mile in the air? Oh, yeah. More like, than that. And that, and that. and that – 15. So a vertical mile covering the entire surface of the earth. I mean, the, the sea level would have risen, like, 10 feet or something if all of Antarctica yeah, melted. I know, I
0: know. This, is, this is an interesting thing, because uh, you talk about, like, looking up, like, stats online, so I'm like, maybe I should pull up, because there's so much ocean. Yeah. I just pull something up. The first, one of the first things, I just typed ocean in Google, It said how much of the ocean is whale pee? Hmm.
2: Okay, well, <laughs> do, do a, you have this stat on that?
0: Well, it's, oh, hold on, I'm trying to get it.
2: But then whale pee just becomes part of the ocean again, and, you know, other animals will consume it and... Yeah, there's again. that,
0: what, there's a, um... There's a, hey, yeah, speaking of, waste not, what not. That's <laughs> what, that's the next part. It's broken into pieces. Well, also. there's
1: that, uh, uh, a Harry Nielsen song, uh, from The Point. All I know is Lime in the Coconut. Oh, well, there's, is, it's, uh, in the song, basically, it's, oh, Think About Your Troubles is the name of the song, mm-hmm. and it's, it's from this, uh, 1970s, uh, cartoon, but it's basically the song goes, like, uh, think about your troubles and boil a cup of tea, Uh, Let your teardrops fall in the cup, and, like, it's salty, so you have to... uh, Basically, it's like it goes through how, like, if you cry, the water just... You pour it down the drain, it goes back to the ocean, where fishes eat it, and then more fish eat it, and more fish eat it, and then a whale eats it, and then that whale eventually dies and decomposes and makes the water salty. Then it goes through (laughs) a filter and comes back up through the faucet, and then you put it in your teacup, and you boil it, and then you drink it
2: again. Like, it's like this... That rules. It's like It's a really amazing song. Like, Yeah. He's a tragic story, actually. Yeah, really is. Yeah, anyway. Great
0: documentary about him. Yeah,
2: yeah. Not, not get too de- derailed by that, but yeah. I, I much love to Harry Nielsen and his fucked up vocal cords. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite song about the sea? Would it, would it be that one? Oh, I, I, would, mm, I, I would lean towards that since I just talked about it, but I'd have to, I'd have to give it a moment to think about it. Yeah, so sea. would I. Uh... Well, I have mine ready preloaded already. Brandy it. by The, the oh, Looking Glass. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. You're a Fine Girl. Mm-hmm. That's that... a really good one.
1: That is a that's a that's a classic. Uh
2: I don't know. My life, song my love and my lady. Is the sea. Is the sea. Uh also the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. That's a great that's one. It's not really the sea. That's oh, that's actually that's, uh, about a great lake. Yeah, Michigan, but... isn't it? Or... I think so, yeah. yeah. Gordon Lightfoot. Still seafaring.
0: Oh yeah. It's a good song. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's uh like there's whole many
1: like sea shanties too, like yeah, I mean, oh you Spanish ladies, bow legged ladies, what is it? Like yeah, you know, I don't know, I mean
0: it's just it's just I mean all that stuff that pe- that sailors when they docked in would just like chant and, some Yo-Ho and drink, shit. yeah, yeah. I I mean this isn't sea related. I've always been a huge fan of the the Mariners Revenge by the Decemberists, mm. <laughs> but I as mean. as in terms of seafarers and. I mean, it's told from the perspective of a guy trying to kill another guy while, they're, while they both got eaten by a whale. Yeah. And he's like, well, fuck, I might as well get revenge for my mom's death.
2: Oh, and they're in the belly of the whale, yeah. Jonah style. That's
0: cool. Yeah. I like that. It's an interesting song I like it a lot hey. hey You should listen to Cold Read Radio Because we read Cold works Well we read Well we cold read Works read by you Yes we read Cold reads by you The the writer We want you to send in Your work And the listener Yeah and the listener We can do anything Pilots Screenplays Poems Short stories Sketches uh, Sexual erotic fanfiction. Alright that's Matt's wish It's gonna happen um, But please submit them To submission At coldreadradio.com That's submission Not plural girl at cool.
1: Coldbreedradio.com. Can we talk about whales? Because
2: yeah, we talk about whales? Whales it's time are crazy. to talk about whales. Yeah, yeah, we should talk about whales, because they're uh, pretty fucking amazing. I want to start off by talking about baleen. Yeah, it's basically like the comb that's in the whale's mouth that filters the krill out of the water. Oh, yeah. It's, it's
0: like, they always draw it was drawn like gray teethy kind of thing, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's fascinating.
2: Yeah, it's like a sponge that, that that's their teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baleen is crazy, and you can actually get it and buy it and have it as a souvenir. Oh, I didn't know that. Is
1: yeah. that is I it
2: thought,
0: Uh I don't know. I always thought Probably like, not. Yeah, I feel like that would be... Yeah. I thought we put a whole kibosh on like anything whale-related. The,
2: the only exception I can think is that some like native villages up in Canada and stuff are allowed to continue whale hunts and oh, probably Narwhal hunts. Probably because that's part of their uh, culture. I'm yeah. I, grandfathered into Canadian law. Well,
0: yeah. I just read your chapter of your book that deals with like... Oh, world we're, all, we're allowed to do that because yeah. we're... Or it's part of our local custom or whatever. Yeah,
2: Inuits can hunt narwhals in northern Canada, but I I don't know about whales. But I would assume that there would be something like some that, similar thing like that. Probably. Yeah.
0: Well, it's just they're so big, guys.
2: They're big. <laughs> they're huge. And they're they're freaking peaceful. I mean, yeah. they're eating krill, but they're they're not they're not angry and, predators. Well,
0: even like the. It's so interesting. Like we, we as humans have been, have like equated whale sounds to meaning peaceful. Hmm. Like that's what like some pe- times people to put their babies to sleep will be like hear whale noises.
1: Oh well, well, and then there's even like I mean there's fucking Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, when like they have aliens to get the whale, yeah. aliens come and all the whales are gone. And they got to go back in time and like get a whale
2: to like to give to these aliens like. To- because they can talk to it, they probably have a language. I mean, like, they have to. It's crazy to think that you could be putting your baby to sleep from that whale sound, and maybe the whales are actually conspiring about their, you know, three hundred year plan about how to kill the humans.
0: Well, I mean, I mentioned it very uh, briefly when we talk about Blackfish. Like, first of all, amazing movie, but they do, they do make the case of like these people, these are ta- they're talking to each other. Like, yeah. they do have a language. Whales are mammals. Uh, in the same way uh, dolphins are mammals, and they do have, like, there is there is something rhythmic about the way that they communicate yeah. with their bellows, and the same way the dolphin would communicate with their clicks, and, and it admit, Well, that was, like, uh,
1: the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has that one... It's about the dolphins. Well, the, yeah, the fact that the dolphins are all aliens, and uh, it's one of my favorite titles of a book. It's, like, uh, So Long and Thanks for All the Fish, because, mm-hmm. like, they know the Earth is ending, so they just, like, they take off. They're like, oh, we're gone, we're later. And, like, that's the last message they leave to us. It's like, so long, thanks for all the fish. Like, yeah. Which is amazing. I actually... Have you ever swum with a dolphin? No. I have. I uh, did it in Mexico a year Damn, ago. Damn, I'm the only person who never swum with a dolphin <laughs> at this table. It's um, amazing to feel like... Uh, it's kind of weird because it's like they're like, um, like, oh, hold on to him. And I felt... It, I, I
0: felt weird doing it. Felt it felt weird because yeah.
1: like, you don't want to... Like, I felt like I was like, oh, I don't want to hurt him. You know, but like... um, I also
0: don't want to be like, this is what your life is. Yeah, your life like, is to bring, to, just, to bring... Bring guy people around in circles. A hundred people a day
1: come in here, fucking fat tourists, and like ride them out. But their skin is like it—it feels like skin. Right? It's—it's amazing. Like it is a—it's a a really weird kind of like, and there, there is like an intelligence to them. Like it's very interesting. At the risk
2: of going there, I know you guys already did an animal, uh, romance or love making episode, but. By the dolphins way, can I, fall in love with like w- w- what about the woman who yeah. had a relationship with the dolphin, the bestial? Yeah, she considered herself in love with a dolphin. Well, on that episode, Amy, a-
0: Amy is empirically standing by that dolphins are asshole rapists. No, she did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, it's it is weird how people they do have that. I mean, again, ma- we're mammals, and I'm not condoning like. M- I mean cross I guess, species breeding yeah, yeah I guess <laughs> but, but I
1: mean yeah we're all we're mammals so like it's
0: there's a weird relationship I'm guessing it's mm-hmm. it's different than if we were to like pick up a mackerel or or <laughs> like uh, fuck a crab <laughs> I'm not saying fuck a, I'm just saying well you've seen a guy fuck a fish
1: that's true that was a horrible show
2: uh, <laughs> yeah let's not get into <laughs> I'm just saying that whole thing that's different that's that's way different that's definitely like a human imposing themselves onto yeah. the fish and that fish was dead <laughs> So. Yeah, it's neck. It's not like it wasn't like uh, torture or anything.
0: Yeah, but wow. we got guys. Let's go. So back we're, to, yeah, we're going yeah, back yeah, to the yeah, ocean. Yeah. But I mean, it was, but
1: it's, it's an important it, tangent. I'm yeah, glad we yeah, touched. Yeah. On I mean, we're talking about the life that you know the
2: the animals that live in the ocean that and, call the ocean their home. And at the root of it is our respect for them and our acknowledgement that they're hyper intelligent. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and besides that, even like. I mean, I, I I don't come from like a fishing community or anything, but I do know that like, especially like from even way back when, like people would pass down to like young children, and be like, you have to respect the ocean. Like this is it was seen as like something that this is a bounty that gave us food that gives us that it, it it's life sustaining. Yeah. But you and you don't disrespect it. It's a whole thing. Like I remember like, and I I think I feel that at my core. I I mean I, I talked about New Jersey enough, but I remember going like when jersey shore first came out and i remember going to like the beach and the boardwalk and just seeing all these tourists and just no fucking respect like just litter and all this stuff just and you see like all that horrible stuff about like oil dumping and all that stuff and like people go out and try to like pick up stuff off the beach as as you should like we it, it goes hand in hand with environmentalism but there there is something so life affirming about the ocean
2: I heard a stat the other day, and I could be totally talking out of my ass because I'm repeating it from someone who is repeating it, but that of professions, one of the highest suicide rates is in marine biologists. What? And because they're so – they've spent their life studying this thing that they have no hope for its rehabilitation – and it's just all the stats are are so clear that we're, we've overfished to the point where we're not the the fish populations that were there will never recover, yeah that that is not something we can walk ourselves back from and you know and we continue to do it and, and despite the clear signs that we're going to deplete the ocean extremely soon, we're having to switch to different fish species to, for, you know, like cod has, has become something different in the supermarket because we've overfished an entire species of it. And,
1: yeah, we, I mean, there's and then there's even, like, what's that, the, the garbage island that floats off? Oh, yeah. The great, uh, what is it? Oh,
0: New York or whatever, right? Uh, I, I
1: forget. It's, it's got a name, but it's basically like— I
0: think it's called—isn't it called Garbage it's Island? It's like the
1: Great Atlantic or the Great Pacific Garbage something.
2: It's just the currents
1: have yeah they all pushed it pushed all the garbage and there's like almost it's almost like like a mile or two like in diameter just all fucking garbage.
0: That's another thing. What currents? Like the fact that like how that all works.
1: Boy, with the moon and everything. Yeah, like like
0: that's so crazy. Amazing. The moon, moon, uh, the moon's gravity controlling the tides, and then it's. I mean, it's weird because we as intelligent people know that that's how that works, but you just, when you see it in person, you're like, that is just, that's like the ocean's personality in a way. It and has been for thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. and then it, 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 you see, I think it's weird when you're just on the ground and you see things happen and you're like, this is just the way things happen. Like the, the air moves in the breeze, mm-hmm. the trees grow upward and the ocean, you walk into the ocean, you can feel the, the riptide pull you in, you can feel the current push back and forth. Uh, when you're in boats or you're wake, uh, I don't know, wakeboarding or doing whatever you're doing in the ocean deeper out, uh, you you can see it.
2: Yeah, it's wild. It's,
1: it's interesting, too, like with like undertoes and riptides and stuff like how the ocean is like it's because it's fluid, right? So like it almost feels like it's just. Like, it should be, like, air or something because you can move through it so easily. But it does have, like, it has mass to it. Like, it
2: has... It feels like it does. Yes. It's a black hole-ish quality. There, there's a big riptide off of the western side of San Francisco. And uh, so Ocean Beach is a very dangerous surfer's beach because if you get out too far, there's a lot of signs posted and kids don't swim there. Because if you get out too far and you hit the wrong part, the wrong band of the ocean, you basically just get pulled under and sucked out to sea yeah and you're, and you're not strong it. enough
0: to fight against it no that's that that's a nuts oh crazy thing like this how is so powerful that you are so feeble to do anything about it well i think
1: that's one of the things that's so miss like wonderful mysterious and like scary about the ocean is that like you move through it so easily like i'm a mass i have a physical being and like this thing i can just part this as i go through but then also it can like pull me down and start taking me. And at that point, I have nothing to grab onto because there is, it's like, it's not.
0: And, like, you can, at the same time, you can still, like, dip your hand in water and lift it up and and you watch it fall.
2: The idea of drowning, being pulled down to the bottom of the ocean is one of the scariest potential deaths that I could envision for myself. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, I've. Just knowing.
0: It's a weird thought to think about, like, what does drowning feel like?
2: One of the saddest scenes in, in any movie for me that still gets me every time is that scene in Amistad where they're being pulled down and they've been, they have their chains on them and they've been flung off the side of the ship and you just know there's this, this big group of people that have, you know, what a, like two minutes to think about it probably, uh, and, yeah. but it's just inevitable. Yeah, yeah, it's that's I, pretty heavy.
0: I mean, yeah. I I don't know how comparable this is, but one of the saddest mo- movie moments for me was I saw Castaway, and the, when the ball just goes out, and it's, he's never going to be able to get it like that. I was as a seven-year-old, I saw it. I was crying.
2: Wilson. Wilson. R. I. P. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he got a new one. He picked it up. He got Wilson Jr.
2: <laughs> is that what happened? I rem- I remember yeah, I mean, at the yeah, end had- of Castaway, he goes and meets his ex-wife, who's been married to a new guy.
0: And then he brings the package where he has it, but in the car he has like another. He bought a new Wilson.
2: Gotcha. I didn't even remember that part of the ending. I like uh, this is a side story, but
1: I like I don't know if you've seen Last Man on Earth and how like he at the one. Oh, of the and first, I've seen the first episode. Yeah, that. he's like, oh, I would talk to a ball, and then like the whole the whole all these oh, he seasons a bar. He, he has like like sixteen bar or balls with faces on them, and mm-hmm. they all have names and stuff. Anyway, that's that's. Yeah, the the I haven't seen
2: that show, yeah, I've heard good things funny. about it. Uh, but yeah, but Ocean.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, we're kind of winding down on time. So are there any, like, final thoughts? I mean, I don't know if we'll ever have final thoughts on the ocean, but well, final th- I would, final thoughts.
1: <laughs> I would love to, like, um, sail. Like, I know that that's something that, that's a very hard thing to be, like, uh, to have a sailboat and to run it and know how to, like, navigate it and, like, work it just right. I think that's probably a very scary and daunting thing, but I would love to... I'd love to think of myself in the future at some point having a sailboat and with the free time and money to be like, all right, I'm just going to go. Because like, I love those types of people who, like, they just sail, like, we're gonna, just going to go to Australia and then we're yeah. going to, like, sail to Hawaii. Like and, people
2: like, doing an RV when
1: they're yeah, older. I would love to, like, that would be my RV that I would like to do as, a, yeah. as an older man. It's like actually just sail around the.
0: Well, there is something peaceful to that. Yeah.
2: Like... Plus, you're not subject to the laws of any nation. So you exactly. could go fucking crazy out yeah, there. Yeah, you could
0: become a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> How we Guys, we didn't talk about pirates at all. Oh, man.
2: There's a lot to say there's about so pirates. There's so much going on. <laughs> I just rewatched Pirates of the Caribbean. Holds up, all right.
1: Yeah. Well, then there's the current uh, Somali pirates, too. There's like. Captain Phillips. Str- the, the Somali the, pirates.
2: Whatever. <laughs> the Somali pirates are more legitimate pirates than most of the actual yeah. pirates that we talk about as pirates who are really just sort of unaffiliated um, merchants who in, in some cases were acting like on behalf of England. And, yeah. And but they're
0: also very gentlemanly. Like there was a lot of more, I feel like there was a lot more uh, class.
2: Sir Francis Drake was considered a pirate, but he was also a hero in Britain because he was using, you know, operating on their interests. Yeah. But yeah. He was a sir. Yeah. He became a sir.
1: That's uh, that's a whole like wonderful time period. I love the idea of like that era when, I've I'm not blanking on the exact. I want to say 1600s, but I'm probably wrong. But you know like when there would be islands were like in the Caribbean or whatever. Like when it, the realist, the real thing of like yeah. they would have like Nassau or whatever. They'd go there and like they'd have a pirate like community or whatever. And it's just it would, thieves and rapists, yes. But like still, it's interesting to they have this like beautiful freedom of like this is we can do whatever the fuck we want and like we and then yeah. we respect the ocean and like it was a
0: simpler time.
1: Yeah, it's it's very it's a very romantic kind of notion. Well, I'm think, sure that's I, why was well, inspired that, isn't a lot. Isn't that isn't
0: that just thinking about the past? Also, I think the ocean does lend itself to romanticism.
1: Well, no, I I, I mean I think that's why it has inspired a lot of movies and books and stuff is, and pirates are so, still like kind of a popular thing to think about it's because so it's so sexy too. Yeah, it's a very like freedom and like you know, in that time when there was still like corsets and like you know rigidity and yeah. like the king and rebelling against authority and shit like that.
0: So I guess what we're saying is we're on board with piratism. <laughs> we're and We're gonna should... go
2: become pirates. <laughs> we're gonna start a pirate crew and then we're gonna go okay. down to Malibu and challenge the. It's PV surfers, boys yeah.
0: or whatever. I, I, think we, I think we are obliged to do it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so the way we end our shows is we do a suggest this for our audience. We, it's any suggestion at all. It could be advice. It could be a movie or a book or a, a, uh, music or anything. It could just be any sort of suggestion to someone to take, after they're done listening to this, to take away with them their day. Um, so that's what yeah. we do. Chad, you got something?
1: Uh, you go, Mike
0: well i i've it's summer now, yeah, and as the temperatures rise i uh my my music tastes flow with whatever temperature or time of day it is, and I find myself listening to a lot of stuff I listened to when I was in high school during the summer around these times, and that includes stuff like. Real big fish and 311 and mm. things that like invoke the summer. Blink 182. Like, there's something about that energy that I feel like isn't there in the winter. Or even even, even <laughs> we're in LA. Like it's always sunny and there's palm trees everywhere. But I feel like as as it's like gets really hot and like I always drive my windows down. But I'm feeling that heat. I'm like, you know, like real like I'll listen to. I, I was just listening, but to Real Big Fish as on, on my way here. And I was like, I still know all the words. And that's something I suggest doing. Listen to some music that, like, you haven't listened to since high school. And I guarantee you, like, still know all the words, like, to all this stuff. And it will, like, reaffirm you, like, your youth. Like, you feel younger. You feel excited. You're like, oh, yeah, I, I remember this. Uh, my music listening thing is also is cyclical. I cycle through, like, the same musicians over and over yeah. again. And so it's more – and I think that's how you kind of mark your time. You're You're able to, like, find the – Artist, you well, were listening usually to. Usually,
1: how you find, like, you relate to people and, like, make new friends is like, oh, I was listening to this type of music at this part in my life. Oh, me too. I was too. Like, it's it's a little bit of a bother. That's what I'm
0: thing. saying. Like, revisit older stuff yeah. that you were. Like, I remember, like, in high school, like, I also was really into the Red Hot Chili Peppers a lot. Yeah. And I, I see think the I, trend here. I over listened to it, I think. And now I'm yeah. but, like, re- discovering it again is like, oh, I remember these, these moments.
2: And Red Hot Chili Peppers are rad, so. I don't really know as much about real big fish, but I'm seeing a sort of melodic rock bent to it. Not yeah. not quite Warp Tour,
0: but it's kind of like that, that time. I remember everybody, I never like. I I love the spirit of Warp Tour and Bamboozle and all that stuff. I never went to them, but I I appreciated them.
2: I never went time. to Warp Tour until I played Warp Tour, and that was pretty crazy. Uh, I don't consider myself get, that kind of Do they give you, like, like, vans
0: and stuff for doing it?
2: I think I got free vans. I got T-shirts that said vans on it a lot, which is <laughs> sort of a cop-out. Yeah. It's like getting a shoe that says T-shirt on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do uh, you got any suggestion for our listeners, George?
2: Uh, I just came up with one while you were talking. I always try and find time to... Uh, Take classes if there's uh, something that you guys are interested in that you have always wanted to have a sort of basic functional knowledge of, whether it's like a dance class or a pottery class or a drawing class. And I've never taken a class like that and then regretted doing it. So, you know, tango, flamenco. Yeah. Take take the summer to enrich yourself and learn a new skill. I don't know if you, if you always have other people rolling joints for you, why don't you actually take this summer to learn to do it yourself or to cook or to – I don't know, just, just that one skill that you sort of tell yourself, oh, I'll never do that or know how to do that. Just say, well, I could know how to do that it, and act on it.
0: It does make you feel really good when you're in a room of people and not, not just to show off or anything, but like for yourself to be like, I'm the person that knows how to do X, Y, or Z.
2: Yeah. Or like open the wine bottle with a boot or something. We tried to
0: do that and failed <laughs> yeah. on my birthday. Remember. It's uh- not too late.
2: Keep doing it. You can do it, Mike. That's what this summer is for: is for listening to old music and creating a pirate crew and figuring out how to open a bottle of
1: wine and whatever Chad suggests. Oh well, I was, I I can't remember if I suggested this, but I've okay, maybe I have. And if I'm repeating myself, I forgive, forgive me. But like uh, when I was a kid, like the library would do these um, summer reading programs where they'd be like, you read five books, and at the end of the summer, if you have read all five books, you get like. a, it was probably just like a certificate or something.
0: We used to have a thing where uh, I think it was like sponsored by like Scholastic and Pizza Hut. Yeah. You, you could, like, if you finish oh, a book, yeah, you, you can get go a pizza? get pizza. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, Rules. That's awesome. I, <laughs>
1: I realized that I – there's something that I, the last five years I've said to myself, like, I haven't read enough. I haven't read enough. And then this summer – and I've started doing this this last month. has been like I basically set aside five books that I've had for years that I've never read and was like, all right, I'm going to read these books this summer. Like, And I basically gave myself the summer reading program, <laughs> which has been awesome, like really great to like – because I realized that it didn't really take much for me to start reading again. Like it just took me to go, okay, I'm going to do it. And then – and we do – I live near the beach. So like it's it's one of those things where you forget like, oh, I can just take this book to the beach and I can read it here. Or I can take it to a park. Like I can, I can take this book anywhere and just read it and it's fucking awesome. Like I love it. It's been – I'm, i've been, i've gotten through one i'm on my second one so i'm really excited
0: when i i hopefully am not too old and i have like i'm not working like all the f and time i that's something i want to do i want to like I I have a a copy of Infinite Jest and I know that I'm never going to have like the mental capacity to just sit down and just read it. Part of me really wants to be like I have free time, I'm going to go rent a cabin somewhere and read Infinite Jest. Like, well, that
1: I guess that's my my suggestion is it may, maybe it's not books for you, but it's like yeah. I'm everyone has like something or uh like maybe a few things that they've been meaning to do and it's summertime and it's like there's a, we have a little bit more free time be it you're out of school or like you know, it's just you have more free time. The 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 sky, uh, outside is a lot nicer. Like you have more freedom to do stuff outside. If there's something, just, uh, you know, make yourself do it. Like do it and like uh, enjoy the fact that you accomplished these XYZs that you needed yeah. to get done. Awesome. Be it books or anything. I think the theme is
2: personal enrichment. Yeah. Dope. <laughs> wow. Maybe I it's p- time to go see the sea again.
0: Yes. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, or collect I collect th- the sea from, exactly, coll- and bring it all together. Yeah. So, George, what do you got going on? Do you have anything you want to plug Anything uh, coming up? No,
2: not really. If you're interested in my stuff, then just search my name. My name's George Wadsky. Uh, he's, yeah,
0: got, he's got, 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 got g- 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 he's, he's got he's, he's got cool music videos.
2: I really like that web series you did years ago. You mean the one that you're in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good one. It had uh, you know Reese Darby, and uh, that was uh, that was a fun time. I would love to do more narrative stuff. Actually, for this this collection that I put out, um, one of the really fun things about it, I wrote an essay collection, so I guess I'm plugging something right now, but um, I got a chance, it's called How to Ruin Everything, and it came out like a week ago, so it was a culmination of a lot of work, but one of the things that I did for it, which was really fun, was we went to the Midwest and Nebraska and different places like that and, and adapted one of the essays and got a chance to do more short film narrative type stuff as opposed to all the music videos I've been doing, so... Uh, that was really fun, and the web series was my other opportunity to do that. So definitely, in the future, that's something I want to keep doing. I, I really love doing. I felt like I got caught up in really putting all my energy into music because I felt like I'm I'm my twenties are very very quickly leaving, and so I might as well do it while I have the opportunity. But that that the narrative stuff will be there later, and I think I'm reaching that point where I'm really excited to start doing more of that. Oh, that's great. Yeah.
0: And then I, I, I it was funny. I remember watching the Arrested Development stuff, and I was like, wait, is that George Wansky?
2: I mean, I was basically an extra in that. I know. But, but it was fun. <laughs> I got to swat at bees. <laughs> I could say that I was in it. I All had right. lines, but they got cut.
0: I just, that was, I, I wasn't a big fan of season before, but I love it. Whoa! No, I'm not yeah. offended. I, was yeah. th- I, was <laughs> th- I just think my the, the my the favorite joke is the club that they go to is the entourage like and Jeremy Piven. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, the whole thing, the episode that I was in was like an entourage parody.
0: Yeah, that's why I, I, that's why I liked it.
2: <laughs> it was supposed to be Ellen Page. There was this guy, Mark Cherry, that, uh, that Job was supposed to have latched on to his group. Mark Cherry was supposed to be played by and androgynous Ellen Page was supposed to be playing like a young Justin Bieber type. It's amazing. But it would have, obviously, would have been amazing. I think Mitch uh, was really bummed when we were shooting it because he'd had to, like, go with some no-name instead of Ellen Page, so he knew that, that he was having to, like, just scrap, just, like, salvage this episode, even right. though it totally didn't live up to what his vision for it was.
0: Cool. And where could people find you? You said that you could look up your stuff. Where can people find you? Where are you
2: at? Uh, I think the best place to... If you're interested in just like getting into my stuff for the first time, it's probably YouTube. Just type my name into YouTube. My last name's Watsky, and that's my stage name, uh, W-A-T-S-K-Y. And if you like it, go down the rabbit hole.
0: Cool, and if you wanna listen to me and Chad harp on the internet, which I rarely do, and Chad kinda does. Yeah. Uh, I'm at Msolary.
1: I'm at Chad Fogland on Twitter.
0: Cool, and go on our Facebook, facebook.com slash this on that, and write stuff. Let us know what you think. I mean, go on iTunes. Let it rate us. I want to. I want to know what you guys think.
2: Rate us. Yeah. Rate rate. No, nah, I guess not me. I'm I'm just the this that's on that yeah. today, but the experience. It's well, been I'm lovely. Like, Thank you for yeah. having me. This yeah. is yeah. really oh, really, really no fun problem. fun yeah. conversation.
0: I mean, that, that's what we always. I mean, there's always things we don't think about, and I think the whole point of the show is somebody is fascinated about something, and it lets us. It's really selfish for us. We're experiencing. Yeah, it really yeah, is. We get to experience the excitement of other people. Yeah. <laughs> Well, cool. Right on. Yeah. Thanks.